0: It's a purple people-eater podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Caleb and Marcus Uncensored. I'm Caleb, and here's your other host, Marcus. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Hello, this is Caleb from Caleb and Marcus Uncensored. Before we start the most recent episode of Caleb and Marcus Uncensored, I have a special announcement we're going to be releasing a new special episode on June the 1st, Monday, June the 1st. It's going to be an interview with one of our most avid listeners. It's going to be fantastic, and tune in June the 1st to listen to a new special interview. It's our first special episode, so make sure you don't miss it. Enjoy the episode.
1: So I noticed today you said something about a purple podcast, and last week it was a pink podcast. Uh, I actually said it was a
0: purple people eater podcast, Um, and this this completely hit me kind of like out of the blue as I was waking up this morning kind of thinking about the podcast. Do you remember the song... Um, it, it must have been from you know it was something that we probably sang in kindergarten or first grade and i'm going to completely butcher it and i'm i'm not entirely sure i'm comfortable with singing on a, on the podcast but it go, it was like it was a one-eyed one-horned flying purple people eater one-eyed one-horned flying purple people eater one-eyed one-horned flying purple people eater sure looks strange to me something like that You've Do you definitely remember that had all? a very
1: interesting childhood you no, don't, I don't remember
0: that. You don't remember that song. No. No, just no. Just, no, I don't. You're no, kind of, no you're just I don't remember. Stunned into silence. There. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 definitely a song. Um, it, uh, Sheb Woolly. I, I don't know. It's it's kind of like a children's song. It's got a, it's a uh, it's got a strange. It's got strange lyrics, but I I do, I do remember singing it. Um as a child, or or while I was, um, not, not, uh, I, I just, I remember, I definitely remember singing it, um, maybe in music class, I don't know, it's definitely a song.
1: Yeah, sort of like Mary Had a Little Lamb, except for it's a purple lamb that eats Mary. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I guess you could, you could say that, that's, that's certainly one way of looking at it.
1: Yeah, well, uh, to change the subject a little bit, you wanna go ahead with your article?
0: Um, yeah. How about how about you go uh, first? I still need to pull up mine. It's in one of these tabs I have.
1: Okay. Cool. Uh. So my article. I, it, it, there's it's just a picture of it. I I tried to find it on the internet. Uh. The whole article, but I I couldn't because you know there's lots of news on the internet. Forecasters call for weather on Monday. Now this is very clickbait. Um, and I think by weather they mean like uh like heavy weather, you know, like snowstorms or whatever. Mm-hmm. But just the headline forecasters call for weather.
0: Well yes, there's there's going to be weather. There's <laughs> kind of weather every day. That's the point of weather.
1: <laughs> well I mean they call for weather on Monday, but they don't know if there's gonna be weather on Tuesday, do they?
0: Yeah, they they must not be very good weathermen. Um if they're if they're not sure about whether or not there's gonna be weather on weather on uh on Tuesday. We could do we could do a little we could do a little weather report. That would be that would be interesting.
1: It's it is hot and it is not going to rain.
0: Well, it rained last night though.
1: That that's what I'm saying. I think I mean it rained like was it either two days ago? Well, t- time is definitely relative because it depends when our listeners are listening. But today is the 23rd of
0: May. Yeah.
1: How, how did I forget the month? But, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. We do have to remember that people are going to be listening to this podcast on a Wednesday, kind of five days after we record this. So any weather predictions we make now will already have happened. But just what do you think Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday's weather are going to look like? Um.
1: Let me see. I'm gonna, Just, I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a gander. I'm going to say that it going be kind of there'll be a slight snowstorm on Monday okay. with a high of 78. Okay. Mhm. And then uh uh let me see. I think they're calling for hail on Tuesday and okay. then it should, it should be nice on uh should be nice on Wednesday, maybe I don't know, 70, 70 degrees.
0: Okay. Well, that that's that sounds like some some interesting weather, you know. Uh it is I'm getting, we're getting into hurricane season, Marcus. So you know, I think there's a possibility of one or maybe two hurricanes hitting um, between the Saturday the 23rd and Wednesday. Though, what would it be, the 28th? So I, I think people should expect hurricanes. I don't, That's what I think.
1: Actually, I uh, I remember the last big hurricane. I was well, currently I am uh in the middle of middle school. So just just for you know reference, context, um, yeah, just for context. I remember the last time that there was like a big hurricane was Hurricane Katrina or Sandy. I don't know, no idea. And it, I was in like second grade or first grade. But mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have we we barely ever have hurricanes.
0: Yeah, um, there's there's some. I think there's one or two kind of over the past couple of years, I know we definitely got out of school for at least a hurricane at one point um in the past year or two um so yeah. i i I do remember you know howard county is ridiculous and I definitely know there was the that kind of famous um wind and rain um day we got off <laughs> do you remember getting off for kind of like wind and rain i just yes. put up i just put up the wikipedia page for maryland hurricanes in maryland um so dorian um or i'm just gonna read off a couple of these names from the last kind of from 2017 oh you remember harvey i feel like that, that's yeah, the name i, I remembered so. jose i never heard about nate i never heard about storm philip philip that that name kind of sounds familiar i don't remember no. I only remember
1: that, I only remember that one.
0: uh tropical, tropical storm Gordon. Don't remember that one. Hurricane Florence. Don't really remember that one. Michael. No. Willa. Not really. Barry. That's an interesting one. Um, Dorian, uh, Melissa, and Nestor. So I don't actually recognize any of them. I might, maybe I was just making up things about hurricanes.
1: Yeah. Uh, last year, my geography teacher would always. Um, he would pull up, you know, the hurricane website. I don't I don't, I forgot what it is, it's like Noah or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he would, you know, explain it all to us. And I remember there were a couple of hurricanes that barely scraped Maryland. Like I mean they, they went like right around Maryland.
0: Yeah. Hurricanes normally form like way down south. And so they have to be pretty powerful if they make it all the way up to Maryland. Mm-hmm. I
1: I do remember last year was a I'm pretty sure there were more hurricanes last year than yeah because yeah. there was that whole Puerto Rico thing too right-hmm
0: that was yeah. either last year or the year before um, mm-hmm. um, let's see the last hurricane that killed somebody in Maryland was hurricane Cristobal um, in 2014 um, that's that's a obviously it's obviously bad that they killed it killed someone but like Cristobal. That's that's an interesting hurricane name. You know, that's that's kind of non-traditional. Though, so I guess after a while, you start to run out of good names to name your hurricanes.
1: Yeah, there are lots of, you know, names in the U.S. And Hurrible is... I don't think I've ever heard of the name Hurrible in my life.
0: Yeah, uh, it's... Crystal was the one in two thousand and fourteen, but oh, that would Cristobal. be Okay, Crystal, Yeah, my. I guess I'm, I'm having trouble pronouncing my C's.
1: No, no, that was that's my bad. I I forgot.
0: Yeah, no, it's no problem. Um, short term memory. Short term, yeah. Um, well, you know, I did have a, I had a. I had an okay article about some really old Japanese lady who went to play GTA, but it, it's not interesting and I'm not really feeling it today. Um you've been kind of you, you keep asking me to do this, so do you wanna you wanna give your SNAPE accent a go in place of my article today? No. No. I mean, yes. Yes, you do. Okay.
1: Well where can you find I, I can't even do it.
0: Oh, potter no that's terrible um potter but he's more like soft and like yeah no you gotta be quiet in
1: if if you move i mean obviously we can't see each other because you know yeah but you have to move your lips like not at all if you want to be a snape
0: potter you're the worst potter the worst potion student i've ever had
1: that's a, that, and the way Hold you said that. potions. The way you said potions,
0: made me yeah, that was good. That was good. Ten points from Griffin Gryffindor. Now that that just feels there's something wrong about that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, wait. Here's here's something. I'll you. I'll try to to do an accent from somebody in Harry Potter, and you'll try to guess. Okay. All right. Oh Harry,
1: Harry! I can't believe I've got five. I can't is that, believe I've got Dobby. No. Uh
0: I can't believe I Hermione. Yeah, you I can't you, believe you got me.
1: it five five percent extra on a friend. No, no, no. I, I was gonna say
0: something like um I can't believe I got, you know, a a, a satisfactory on my newts or something like that. Yeah. Um, but Harry Dobby, yeah. Harry and I, I feel like we're both just completely ripping these accents off of that Jim Dale reading of the Harry Potter series, which you is fantastic it, by the way.
1: It's a little more fun. Yeah.
0: Right. Um well, actually
1: my, my older brother was listening to Harry Potter, the seventh one. Mm-hmm. And I noticed like all the Death Eaters and Um Aberforth, they all sat there they was like all right in the same voice. Like all three Death Eaters that were talking. Yeah, it was. Oh,
0: uh, okay. Um I'm very gonna, interesting. I'm gonna give another one a go, and it's it's gonna these 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 have been pretty bad, but um, uh, actually, no, no, I can't do it, never mind. What's your, wh- what do you think your favorite Harry Potter book is? Uh, six, probably. Really? Yeah. Which one, is that, uh, Half-Blood Prince? Yeah. That Pro,
1: one's I, good. I actually, no, either six or seven, because the first one, there's not really any plot in it, and so, it, I mean, it's, it's all just beginning to start out, and I like the mm-hmm. ones, you know, like, the deeper thinking and plot and yeah. so six or seven they get they get like way into it
0: i i agree with you i really really like seven um i'm not i'm not necessarily a huge fan of the whole king's cross scene honestly um and the 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 whole like kind of that, that whole scene with um voldemort as like a baby and dumbledore talking mm-hmm. to Harry from kind of beyond the grave. I'm not a huge fan of that scene, but I think generally kind of aside from that, the the whole seventh book is, is pretty solid. Um yeah. Which um, one's your gun?
1: So, yeah, no, which one's my least favorite? Yeah. Yeah. I was mm, probably probably the first one. I mean, doesn't oh, nothing- really Yeah. There, there's nothing really like real in it. You it's, it, not, it, it's, it's not It's not it's it's sort of like you know starting off the whole thing, which, mm-hmm. which I mean you got to you got to do it at some point, but
0: it's I don't, it's not yeah it's, it's not, not it's gritty not really or real enough for you. Yeah, I I honestly think that the third one is my least favorite. I really did not like the whole time travel or yeah time traveling thing. I I just don't like the um that that seems like she kind of dug herself. I mean J K. Rowling kind of dug herself into the hole there and needed the the time Turner to kind of get out of there. You know, get herself out of it. But I'm not a huge fan of kind of like time travel as a way to fix the prop. You know, fix characters and books problems. So Mm -hmm. whole thing. So I, I didn't really like the third one. Like you
1: got a problem, all of a sudden. You know, I mean, time travel can fix anything. If you, it's it's sort of like a horoscope. I mean, you can make it. You can make it do anything you want. mm Hmm. You can, Um, you you know.
0: Yeah, though she did kind of. She did do a good job of. um, mixing everything in, or not mixing, but she did a good job of kind of um, hinting or putting the things that she's gonna or that's the one thing that's extremely impressive about her um, her writing is she puts little clues in for things that are gonna be important at the end of the book throughout the whole book, so when there are all the scenes in the third book about Hermione like disappearing but somehow going to classes that were happening at the same time, like at, at least she was setting up the time turner instead of just kind of tossing it in at the end
1: Mm mm-hmm uh yeah so i watched this youtube channel called the super carlin brothers and it's really impressive i mean they're they're basically doing a big series right now and Mm -hmm. i encourage all of our harry potter listeners to watch it because it's like amazing it's called dumbledore's big plan and they go through like every single step of dumbledore's plan and each episode is like one book Mm before Dumbledore's plan and i think it's just an interesting idea
0: Yeah, I think my favorite example of of that is, do you remember in, oh, it's the fourth book when Rita Skeeta is introduced and somehow she's getting all these stories um, Mm -hmm. and it kind of at the very end, this is going to be a spoiler, so people don't want to hear this, you know, fast forward 15 seconds, but um, it turns out she's an um, unregistered animagus or animagus and she can turn into like a bug. Um, And throughout the whole story, every time they're having an important conversation, I mean, you know, somebody's always like noticing a bug or picking up a bug or flicking away a bug, and everywhere. Like if you read back the story, knowing that there's there's a should be Ritasquita as in bug form, kind of um, there. It, it's really interesting to notice all the times that she kind of puts it in. Um, mm-hmm. she's, it's really impressive how she kind of drops little clues.
1: It really is, and uh, also I like how she made it. Really, like she made it. There's, there's very like big, huge plans going on under the scenes that actually readers don't even pick up on. Which is barely, I mean, it's not even heard of to write that way because norm- normally the writer, you know, wants to make everything apparent at the end. But I mean, the the end of the book is still a cliffhanger. Like,
0: yeah, well, it's a fantastic writer. Even if she's a fantastic writer. Even if um, number three wasn't wasn't my favorite. Okay. Um, I think we're going to go to a break here, um, and when we come back, we'll continue on with the ramblings of Caleb and Marcus. See you in a moment, listeners.
1: I would like to apologize because I know that it's been a while since I've uploaded a video. School, 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 stuff got in the way. way, way, way. And we'll get right into it.
0: And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. We will try to promise no more bad British actions today, or this episode. How we'll are you been, Marcus?
1: I'm very good. Uh, we'll try to get no British accents unless we do, unless we get very, very good Britishisms in our emails.
0: Yes, unless people email us in some more British phrases they'd like us to try to say in British accents, and then we probably won't be able to help ourselves
1: mm mm-hmm. oh, by the way, I forgot to say this earlier uh if there's any background noise, my brothers are watching Thor in the room next to me, and you know how Thor is you know now i i don't i don't know if um i'm pretty sure this is what Marvel did to my little brother he's currently uh six years old, and my mom has invested lots of time and work into her garden right, and she um and there's actually there's a squirrel in the garden right now and but yeah so she was yelling at a squirrel in the garden being like hey get out of the garden and um and my little brother he just came out and he was like i'm going to stab those squirrelies and if i am going to keep two knives in my pocket and if i see any squirrels i'm going to shing them and you know what that that's what marvel does to a man
0: that that's what Marvel did to your did to your little little brother.
1: And to my six year old little brother.
0: You know, I thought that story was gonna was gonna end with um, you know, your uh brother kind of like running through or destroying your your garden, but I guess I guess stabbing a squirrel is better than ruining your mom's garden. Probably. I'm gonna throw that out there. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah.
1: well, actually, uh, believe it or not, uh, the last time, so some of my friends they. Uh, some of my friends in church, they, they, um, we were like huge, we were super good friends. And, um, we, we spent, we, we spent the night, they spent the night at my house, uh, the last day that they were in America. And that was kind of cool. Cause that, uh, we had to go drop them off at their house and they went to the airport and went to Germany. But yeah, it's just, um, that one of them, the that that one morning he shot a squirrel with one with my BB gun, which, um,
0: did did was the squirrel okay or did the squirrel die? I mean, no,
1: this no the squirrel was okay. The squirrel it, was
0: fine. It's it's not as powerful as uh, um obviously a real gun or anything. Yeah, no, not at all. You know that's that's funny. Um, I guess we we have yet to tell our listeners the news, but, um. So we have the program that we do our podcast through is called um, Anchor. And so on Anchor, we can kind of see some basic um, stats about where our listeners are and things like that. And we were kind of scrolling through that a couple of days ago during one of our content meetings. And um, we, have a, we have a listener from Germany now. We don't know who it is. Um, we suspect it might be your friends Marcus, who moved to Germany, mm-hmm. but our podcast is now international, which is kind of awesome. So if you are that one listener in Germany, email us in Caleb um, and marcus at gmail dot com to or no sorry, not Caleb and Marcus at gmail. yes Caleb and Marcus at gmail dot com.
1: yeah, it's Caleb Marcus uncensored.
0: yeah, sorry. I'm Don't listen to me. Listen to Marcus, (laughs) who knows what he's talking about. Caleb and Marcus, uncensored at gmail.com. And tell us where you're listening from, because we are fascinated by people who are listening in faraway places, such as Germany.
1: Yeah. I can't wait till we get a Russian listener. That one episode comes true where we talk, where I asked if we have had any Russian
0: listeners. I... I the more countries we can get listening, the the cooler it'll be for us. Yeah. Okay. You have a Wikipedia article up, or would you like me to me to toss one out first?
1: Uh, I can I can do it first. Okay. So, um, my Wikipedia article is "Little Miss Can't Be Wrong." It's a song sung by the Spin Doctors. I have no idea. They they still like 1992, and I think that sort of uh sums up me a little bit. I hate being wrong. And actually, I took a personality test on BuzzFeed, which, by the way, I'm now addicted to. I've, I, I love those quizzes on BuzzFeed. And um, it, it, it called me the warrior. Instead, I had a chip on the shoulder the size of Alaska and stuff like that. Which, yeah. you know, I think I'm a pretty friendly person. And, but, yeah a chip on the shoulder the size of alaska i got offended i don't know if that kind of proves their point but
0: yeah so um just a disclaimer we're certainly not recommending you listen to this song i you know just kind of looked up the lyrics and it- probably don't listen to the song but uh okay. so so the only the only thing that marcus has seen about this song is is the title and, and that's why we're talking about it uh just as a disclaimer for our listeners but but that is interesting what you say about um that the the buzzfeed test you you took um mm-hmm. though, I, though i will kind of say that the, those are notoriously unreliable and obviously you know well yeah
1: Mm-hmm. yeah i i agree actually we um our family we spent like an hour and a half afterwards like testing the the article you know so we, we, so my mom's theory was that um my mom's theory was that uh the stronger so basically there was a slider it showed you a picture and there was a slider that mm-hmm. said either negative or positive like your reaction yeah and um, my mom had a theory that if you did the slider all the way,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it would say that um, it, it's it would say that you have a stronger personality. It would call you the warrior, and mm-hmm. it would say you have a stronger personality because yeah. um, you know you you you're very decisive. You put it all the way, and we tested that out, and we we did all positive all the way for every single. All, all twenty pictures, mm-hmm. and got warrior most of the time. But sometimes we got like different answers, which proves that I think it might be a little bit random.
0: Interesting, yeah. <laughs> um it, Sometimes when we're on the podcast, we kind of latch onto a subject and keep talking about it. But I don't know if you've taken the that Pottermore t- the, the 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 houses test on Pottermore for Harry mm-hmm. Potter, but Slytherin if, <laughs> for me at least. Yeah, you too. Um and the funny thing about that is it's basically immediately obvious which answer goes to which house. So if you it's you basically could just choose your house cuz the answers are kind of completely obvious about which one is which.
1: I actually did try to do my, my, like my personality like actually. Mm-hmm. But it's funny. I I took it two times and I got slither in both times. But all my friends either call me a Ravenclaw or a Gryffindor. So, I mean,
0: interesting. That could be random as well.
1: I, I, I trust Pottermore, tr- Pottermore, a little more than BuzzFeed.
0: Yeah, that's that's probably true, but probably a wise choice. Okay, um, my article. This isn't my article, as so I was um, looking for one uh, for this week. Um, so it's called the Water Opossum. Now I thought I was reading that wrong. Because I thought it was just a water possum. But it's water opossum. Like water opossum. Either that or I'm making a complete fool of myself. And possum is normally spelled with an O in front. But I'm pretty sure this is a water opossum. Which is just kind of an interesting name.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to look that up. Water
0: opossum. Um. That. Mm. And then the other thing I, is. It's local name or kind of what the uh, I guess I hesitate to call natives call it, but kind of its local name is the Yapok. The Yapok. So it's a water opossum or the Yapok.
1: Well the Yapok. I like that. I um I know that a couple episodes ago we talked about it like maybe a name for, you know, different smells. And yeah. Yapok definitely seems like a very smell yeah. Name yeah maybe maybe the opossum smells like a like yappock
0: yeah a yapok does sound like a very good um kind of sensory uh smell name for smell name um my other the other article that I thought was interesting was its Wikipedia page on plant strategies and so it's just kind of odd plant strategies include mechanisms and responses plants use to reproduce defend and survive and to compete on the landscape i mean that kind of makes sound makes it sound like it's a military kind of like battle and they're constantly like yeah. fighting with each other the, the seeds i mean the plants have to you know make up complex strategies and kind of you know advancing and defending and covering their flanks and things like that that's just it's an it, it's kind of interesting to think about, especially since you don't think about plants as thinking.
1: I mean, it does—it does sort of seem like a war, trying to get that sun in a big forest. I mean,
0: that's true. The the battle for the sun.
1: Yeah, maybe uh, what was that thirteenth century fort? Maybe maybe they could that maybe the that pla- Russian thing. Yeah, no, maybe the plants built that, in a way maybe. to you know defend the sun.
0: Yeah, well, you know, you gotta get that good plant strategy or else you can't survive as a plant yeah you feel like those those thorny bushes you know the ones um the the ones that were that have all the prickle prickly things all over them you feel like those would be good i have a funny story about those they would have good plant strategy well this this uh, podcast is basically for us to ramble and tell old stories so how about you tell us the story
1: yeah so um i we have a bike park, maybe twenty minutes from our house, and basically mm-hmm. it's a bunch of like you know uh, built hills and pat and pads and stuff. Uh, just just mm-hmm. so you can like do jumps and stuff. Yeah. And uh, one time there was a he- there there was a really big like really steep hill, and you had maybe like two feet at the bottom of the hill to turn left onto the path, mm-hmm. which you know it's, it's, it's like practically impossible unless you yeah. hold your brakes the whole way down the hill, and then. Uh, what's more is that at the, like after the path is just a mm-hmm. huge line of thorns. Yeah. And, um, you know, me as a kid, I, I was scared to go down, but my, but my dad was like, it'll be all right. You know, it, it's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I, I eventually went down and I rode straight into the thorn bushes. <laughs> that's, that's kind of crazy. Did you,
0: did you injure yourself?
1: Were you okay? Oh no, I was fine. It just, uh, okay. I mean, did didn't wasn't the greatest pleasure of my life. Yeah. Didn't feel amazing, but, you know, I'm still here.
0: Yeah. Well, the I guess they had they had good they had good plant strategy then.
1: That's a good point. Yeah. They were they were uh defending themselves against
0: bikes, the human bikes invaders. Okay. Would you like to go ahead with your quote of the week?
1: Yes, my quote. Okay. Uh so this is Uh, This is probably from a older person. Facebook just sounds like a drag. In my day, seeing pictures of people's vacations was considered a punishment. And, you know, those those millennials, you know, they take
0: so many pictures and yeah, that that is kind of that is kind of a good point. I mean, not necessarily that um, that that yeah, not necessarily. Well, yeah, it is kind of a good point you do feel like it's kind of a stereotype that um there is somebody who's gone on like a a fancy vacation or or somebody's gone on like a really nice vacation and they bring home a bunch of pictures and and the last thing you want is to be stuck next to the person who's going to show you pictures of their vacation all day and it is kind of boring if it's unless they want something really awesome or doing something kind of cool
1: now um my mom's like a professional photographer so in a way what uh she like Going through her photo books is a mm-hmm. little bit different than going through my my dad's side of the family photo books, which are online like yellow and blurry pictures.
0: So Yeah, that's 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 probably something you can only say about their photos.
1: Yeah. Now I was listening to a comedian the other day and he basically said like, I have more pictures of my children than my dad ever looked at me. <laughs>
0: There you go and two quotes for one he's good value ladies and gentlemen that, yeah. that means I don't even have to do my quote but I will anyways so this was i I can't find the quote now um but i I rem but I do remember it so I'm a bit of a, a bit of a soccer nerd and so or i've I've obviously said that before on the podcast and Every year, after big tournaments like major international tournaments, UEFA, which is kind of the governing body, releases these technical reports. And so, UEFA is kind of like a a big, um, global like corporation. Like they're a you know they're a big company. And when they were doing this report for kind of I think it was the U twenty one, the under twenty one World Cup, one of their, so they have these reports and they kind of summarize the games. And one of the quotes was, and it's talking about a nation, Poland. Poland start, uh, Poland start was too good to be true, and it was. As then, like that, they started out really well when they weren't expected to, and then they got really bad. And I just thought that quote was really funny because they're like this, this huge corporation was just completely slagging off this this nation by saying their report, their, their, their start was t- too good to be true, and it was because they just started losing again.
1: That's that sounds like all the. All the people these days, you know, all those millennials taking pictures and going against the government.
0: Yep, and Marcus just took it right back to right back to his quote. Um, I'll, I have one email to read out and then we'll wrap things up. Um, hello, Caleb and Marcus. Uh, funny story about getting into stadiums, my sister was in Boston and went by Fenway Stadium where the Red Sox, Red Sox play when they noticed the gate wasn't closed all the way. Naturally, they walked in and took a stroll. They got all the way to the front row near the field and took some pics to send back to me because she knew how big of a baseball fan I am. They left shortly after and no one saw them. On an unrelated note, I love the intro me- music you guys have. I found myself nodding my head to it every time. It's so catchy. Until next week, Mr. Mederi.
1: I do. Wow. I, 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 uh, I do. I love that.
0: I do. I really, really love that intro music. The intro music. Yeah, we actually kind of debated if we wanted to change it since the quality isn't perfect. But, I mean, you love it and obviously our listeners love it. So it I guess it's got to stay.
1: Yeah, it really should. Um, also, at this point, I'm starting to think that baseball stadiums aren't very secure places.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, they uh, uh, Mister Madari's sister walked right into one, and there's another kid snuck into one. So, and yeah. he recorded a message in the office. Yeah, that's that, not just walked in, and took a couple pictures, like changed some things. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: it, it's it's kind of funny because we've gotten Mister um, Madari to admit in writing that his a his sister has snuck into a baseball stadium, and b he dared a kid in school to stick. Quarter up his nose. So there you go. Good. Keep, keep those coming. Keep those coming. Keep them coming because it's good content. Great. Okay. Content. Well, well, we'll wrap things up there. Uh, hopefully, another enjoyable episode for our listeners. If you want to get in touch, you can email us in at Caleb and Marcus, uncensored at gmail.com. I actually got it right that time. Or you can find more episodes like this on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or at Anchor. Anchor.fm slash Caleb and Marcus Uncensored. And please email us in. We really do appreciate it. It's great to hear from all of our listeners. Until next time. See you later.